Now right off the bat, I don't think that dating apps are a bad thing, and I'm not here to say that you should not use them. I know people, including myself, who have met amazing people through them, and I know people who not only met great people, but went on to date and marry that great person. Whether it's dating apps or dating websites, whether it's the cold approach or going to bars or clubs or going on blind dates or going to social events, we all want the same thing. We all want to be known to our core, we want to be understood in our quirks, and we want to be loved despite our baggage. So we make efforts to put ourselves out there and fulfill that longing. However, even with the good that can come from dating apps, there are four reasons why I believe that there's a more effective way to get the desired result. A way that I have personally found to be more fulfilling, more wholesome, and founded on good intentions. My number one qualm with dating apps is that the initial point of interest or contact is based on something that will fade over time, something that can change in a second, and something that is not designed to hold a relationship over the long term, and that's the outward appearance. Ben Stewart, the author of Single Dating engaged married said that asking if you're attracted to someone is a good question to ask but it's not a good question to ask first you should be attracted to the person you're in a relationship with you should think that they're handsome or beautiful but proverbs 31 30 says the charm is deceitful beauty does not last but a woman who fears the lord will be greatly praised I'm sure we all want somebody with good character, somebody who's honest and loves us at the very least, but how many times has somebody settled for a partner with subpar character just because he's so hot? Or how many times has good character been overlooked just because they don't look like one of the Hollywood Ryans? If our initial judge of this person is how they look, then we begin the interaction with something that is only skin deep. It's far too easy to get caught up in somebody's looks and disregard the factors that really matter, and dating apps don't make this any easier. The second issue I have with dating apps is the number of choices. And you're probably thinking, isn't that a good thing? I mean, don't you want to have more choices when it comes to relationships? But let me throw that question back to you. Is it a good thing to have numerous choices when it comes to relationships? Is it a good thing to essentially be scrolling through a catalog of humans that are winnowed out by our specifications? One thing I noticed was that even though I matched with amazing people, ladies that I thought were very attractive, not only had good conversations with, but had common interests and compatibilities with, I always went back to swiping, back to looking again. And even though we might not want to say it, if our minds are given the options, we will always be looking for something better. Even when I met up with people on dates, it was always in the back of my mind. What if she's still swiping, looking for someone better, maybe someone better looking than me? And honestly, there's nothing wrong with that, especially on the first few dates. But if we're constantly training our minds to be looking for something or someone better, we're going to miss and take for granted the blessing that could be right in front of us. I sometimes think about my grandparents and the people of that era and how they married pretty young and they stayed married for pretty long. And I thought about the fact that they didn't have apps or online resources like we have today. So whoever they married was someone in their social circle or maybe a girl in the neighborhood or a family friend. Now I realized that the times were different back then with different factors in play. For example, arranged marriage was much more common. But why is it that the couples of that era were able to marry earlier on and stay married for longer? But us today, beautiful, smart, talented people with endless connections and endless options are hashtag single for life and can't find anyone. Just something to think about. The third issue I take with dating apps is how easy they are to use. And you're probably thinking once again, that's kind of the point. That's a good thing. But we live in a time now where people are so connected with the face on the screen, but have lost the ability to communicate with that face in person. We can be cute, funny, smart, witty over text, but in person, we've 
lost the ability to hold a conversation. We have lost our game. Our ability to charm and woo and pursue has been diminished down to recycled pickup lines that we use on everybody that we match with. Even if all you're trying to do is hook up, dating apps can take away the excitement of talking to somebody in person, of pursuing them, of being interesting yourself to where that person still likes you the next morning. Now I know this is not the case for most interactions and I know I harped on more of the extreme examples. However, I believe that this accounts for the majority and you're probably relating to what I'm saying right now. And the fourth reason is that dating apps take away accountability. Back in the day when a guy was interested in a girl, he would visit her home and he would express his intentions or his feelings to the family. As archaic as that sounds, the reason was so that the family could meet him, could gauge him, and could judge his intentions with one of their own and give their opinion about him. But with dating apps, all the decision making falls on one person. How many times have you looked at someone your friend was dating and you're just like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, why are you talking to him? Why are you with her? There have been several times in my life where if I were to have been open with a trusted friend about a girl that I was interested in or even a situation I was going through, I could have saved myself the heartache that was caused by trying to go about it myself. Proverbs 18.1 says that he who isolates himself seeks his own desire and goes against all sound judgment. Proverbs 11.14 says where there is no advice, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Once again, you may be a person with the best intentions when it comes to dating apps and I'm all for that. I am in no way discouraging anyone from putting themselves out there in order to find a long-lasting relationship, but I believe that this group of people is the outlier and not the norm. I always like to ask people, so why did you get on the dating app? And I've heard back answers like, just wanted to hook up, or just wanted to meet people, just wanted to see if I still had game. But the one answer that always stuck with me was, I don't know how else I could find that special someone. Dating apps are good, but I know a better way that is great and works all the time. And that is, forget about dating altogether and focus on your purpose. Figure out you. Why are you here on this earth? What were you made for? What do you like to do? What's that thing you've always been wanting to try? What's that hobby you've been wanting to take up? Why aren't you doing the things on your bucket list? Where's that place you've always wanted to go? Why are you here? One of my favorite movies is Yes Man, and in the beginning of the movie, Jim Carrey's character is very apathetic, doesn't want to do anything, and he is still hurting over a broken marriage. But after a seminar, he decides to say yes to every request, every invitation, and every opportunity that he gets. He starts experiencing new things, trying new foods, going new places, making new friends, learning Korean, and through the course of his adventures, meets a girl who changes his life. Does a person who is really living life and pursuing their purpose and calling, excelling in the workplace, expanding their boundaries and really growing and immersing themselves in new cultures and hobbies and trying different things and really seizing life by the horns. Do they really need a dating app? I mean, maybe it sounds too simple, but think about it. You wouldn't need to showcase your life with manufactured pictures and witty bios because your life itself will be the showcase of who you are. And even better than that, living this way showcases your life to the people who can actually see you live it and appreciate it. As I have started to live this way, here's what I've learned. You will become a more attractive person not only for your looks, but because of the character and integrity that you are cultivating, and consequently, you start to see other people not only for their outward appearance, but also for who they really are. You start to realize that as you draw closer to your purpose, the impact that you have with people grows, but your dating options become more specific and defined. You don't just date around, dating whoever, whenever, but now since you have a more clearer drive and purpose, you're not 
going to waste your time dating around with people that do not. You live a life of conviction and that displays itself in natural confidence and that's a confidence that people can feel. And lastly, you realize the importance of good friends, a tight community of accountability partners who not only live their life to strong standards, but they keep you accountable to yours and they encourage you to raise and exceed expectations. The cliche phrase used by married people and hated by all single people is, we met when we were least expecting it. In the periods of time where I intentionally decided to discover and pursue my purpose, that's when the doors I needed opened began to open. That's when the opportunities start to rise up in front of me. And that's also when I started to meet people who were running in the same direction as me, like-minded people, like-minded women who knew where I was going and why I was going there. People who I could help with my experiences and they could help me with theirs and none of it was contrived. All the experiences and relationships flowed naturally. Now you might call that coincidence. Maybe the universe is speaking to you or maybe it's a result of your good vibes and chi or maybe you attribute it to the law of attraction. But let me take it a step farther. Romans 8.28 says that for in all things we know that God works for the good of those who love him, for those who are called according to his purpose. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Matthew 6.8 says, For the Father knows what you need before you ask it. God has given you a purpose in a life that is unique to you and designed for his glory. The Bible says the two are better than one and that man should not be alone. So if you're walking with God, can't he provide you with that special someone? Won't he do it? We tend to surrender everything to God, but when it comes to the area of relationships, we don't fully trust him because we might think that he just doesn't care. But it's quite the contrary. The person that you choose to spend the rest of your life with will either draw you closer to God or farther away from him. We all know that relationships can make or break the trajectory of our lives, so why would God leave us without any direction or guidance in that area? God has promised his best to us, and that includes a person, a partner, a helpmate. So ask him. He might not answer in the way or time frame that you're thinking, but in the right time and when you're ready for it, he can make it happen. Much better than Tinder can.